This is Rocks and Dirt. I'm Mike Harper. I'm here with Todd and Steve. Hey, everybody. Hey, hello. Led Zeppelin. It was all the way back to 1968. Steve, the year you were born. Yeah. I understand that your first birthday, you got a Led Zeppelin album. <laughs> Actually, I, I read that they did their first gig, uh, or some of their first gigs, in the month I was born, I think. No September kidding. September 68. The first album came out in January 69. 69, yeah, that's right. So, Once again, Steve, you're correct. I didn't get into it until I was about maybe... Second grade. About 12. About the time <laughs> they broke up because their drummer died. And oh, right. I started playing guitar at that time, then I really got into them then. Big influence, would you yeah, say? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, the combination of Plant, Page, Jones, and Bonham uh, were recognized as one of the first in what was called heavy metal at the time, the early stages of heavy metal. Would you agree? Yeah. Uh, what was this loud blues rock? Uh, like Black, Black Cream and Hendrix, but or the, or the Who, but just... They took it to another level, and but I think the next year when Black Sabbath came out, they kind of made it. That's I would say that's the first heavy metal. But but Led Zeppelin had the heavy riffs and the the guitar and the bass playing those heavy riffs together. Yeah, much like Black Sabbath like, and those other bands did a little bit later. So a three piece band. Yeah, but they they were more versatile than that. They had a lot of acoustic stuff and a lot of other right. Uh, I don't know. Celtic and Middle Eastern acoustic, uh, depending stuff. on who wrote it, whether it right. was Page or Plant, right? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, um, okay. You know what that means? Did you feel that? That means I'm gonna go down the rabbit hole. <laughs> what? Oh, I go down rabbit hole. Well, Todd, too. did you have a thought on this? Yes, I did, and it's totally off the subject. There was a band who used the phrase heavy metal in a song. Who was it? In 1968, it was Steppenwolf. It was Heavy Metal Thunder and Born to Be Wild. And is that not where we got the phrase Heavy Metal or am I wrong about that? I, I'm not sure. I'm, I really don't know. I think you could go ahead and say it. Who's going to argue? I don't know if they started yeah. calling it Heavy Metal until maybe later in the 70s or even the... That's where Heavy Metal comes from. But, but yeah, <laughs> that's, that's, that's where that's where the word was first probably used in a song, I would think. I mean, yeah. I wasn't okay. born yet. So. But you Googled it later and you found yeah. out. Uh, they've been Led Zeppelin has been called as influential in the '70s as the Beatles were in the '60s. Would you agree? No. Led Zeppelin could be the uh, the Beatles of the '70s as far as hard rock. They were just in terms huge. of popularity, yes, and, and kind of paving the way uh, for yes. other bands being as influential. Of course, you had the, the Rolling Stones and the Who were also playing stadiums in the '70s, also. So you could make an argument for them. But how would you rank Led Zeppelin overall in classic rock and rock history? What, where would you rank them? First, second, third, fourth, what? Oh, wow. The Beatles, the Rolling Stones, uh, the Who, and Led Zeppelin. I'd put them at number four or five. That's, that's why you and I are friends. Oh, uh, yeah, yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> what would you say is their best album? They had nine albums between 1969 and 1982. Your favorite? That's hard. Led Zeppelin 4 is uh, the fourth untitled album untitled. with Stairway to Heaven. And yeah. Black Dog and Rock and Roll. That is probably the most popular. Uh, my personal favorite now as a bass player is probably Led Zeppelin too. There's yeah. just so much amazing John Paul Jones bass lines that are way out front. You know, Ramble On and What Is and What Should Never Be, which we play. Yeah. The Lemon Song, some great blues 
bass playing the lemon song it's hard to choose yeah. oh physical graffiti <laughs> that's like their wide album that yeah. was their double yeah that's that's kind oh, of that's I, a good album. hey steve do the damone line when it comes down to making out put on side one of led zeppelin four put on side one of led zeppelin four <laughs> this is a nice car in the movie they play cashmere which was on physical graffiti All right. he says that <laughs> Uh, physical graffiti ranks is, is probably my favorite, but I do I got to give you a, a Led Zeppelin too. Boy, my goodness! So, all right. So, then, true or false, Steve? If uh, Page and Plant called you tomorrow, you'd be out of here as quicker than we could say dazed and confused, wouldn't you? No. Well, the, I can't play keyboards that well. I mean, John Paul Jones was an amazing keyboard player. He is an amazing keyboard player, Good also. Right. So, if it was just playing bass, uh, wow, I don't know. That'd be <laughs> That'd be fun. It'd be but, tough call, but I, I can't play keyboards or bass pedals. He played the bass. So pedals you'd say, "I'm keyboards. sorry, guys. I'd love to come along, but I'm not qualified." Is that what you'd be saying? Yes, I don't think so. <laughs> and now a word from our sponsor. You know what that sound means? <laughs> what <is> that? <laughs> Bathroom break? No, I'm opening up a can of worms. Oh, okay. Go ahead, Tom. Okay, John Bonham. Yeah, great drummer. Mm. Uh, best drummer ever. John Henry um, it depends on your genre, but I guess if you're going to put it depends on there. Um, again, bathroom break. Most influential <laughs> in the hard rock genre. Have a, a Twix or something. Yeah, I think I think a hard rock genre. I'd have to give him the, the nod. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he was great. Uh, I think all the all those little nuances he put in all those songs were so great. Now the solos, I, I had a hard time sitting through the solos. Well, he's got the, he's got Moby Dick uh, yeah. 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 with his hands, playing with his hands and stuff. Yeah, you know? that, that one. You, if you're a drummer, you're kind of you know opening your mouth and you're drooling. But you know, for the average listener, it might be a little long. That backbeat though in those songs. The oh, beat, the his backbeat. bass drum. Oh, get me started. My goodness. Yeah. I think Led, Led Zeppelin would have still been a great band with a different drummer, but with him, it puts him over the top. I mean, yeah. his drumming really, of course, all four of them were amazing. And that way they put it in the mix, the, big drums. Just, yeah. You know, well, the way, the way drums were mic'd and mixed in a hard rock album, uh, that was revolutionary. Hey, tell, the, tell the Don Henley story, Steve. Yeah, I was reading in a book about the Eagles that uh, Glenn Johns produced the first couple of Eagles albums in, in England, and he was known for engineering and producing bands like Led Zeppelin, The Who, uh, The Small Faces, The Faces, uh, The Rolling Stones. And uh, Don Henley says in the book, says, I asked Glenn Johns, could you make my drums sound like John Bonham? And, and Henley says uh, in the book, says, Glenn Johns kind of looked down his nose at me and said, you don't play like John Bonham. Oh, <laughs> Ouch. That's got a sting. And Glenn Johns in his book said something like, so I tried to say, uh, or maybe it was in, in the his, one of those other Eagles books, and I try to tell him it's about, you know, it's about the person, how you play, really. It's not necessarily how I get the sound. Yeah, you're going to have to have the skills. You're going to have to bring the chops. And Don Henley's a great drummer, just a different kind of, nobody's well, John Bonham. Oh, yeah. Don Henley is a very uh, workmanlike drummer. He, yeah. You know, he does the standard. He keeps a solid beat. Oh, yeah. Nothing fancy. John Bonham just brings the wow. Yeah. He just brings the blow your face off, baby. That's what, that's what Hey, who's doing. better? Uh, John Bonham or, no, not John Bonham. We know he's better. Uh, uh, who say the Eagles? Uh, Don Henley or Ringo? I'm going to give the nod to Ringo. Uh, you think Ringo's a better I drummer? Think, what think, do you think, Steve? Well, John Bonham is great. He was he wouldn't no, work not John in, Bonham. Oh, Don Henley or Ringo? I'd, I'd say Ringo is a little bit more. Inventive. Ringo's the band drummer. He plays with the song. Yes. The and question I, is: Is Ringo the best drummer in the world? He's not even the best drummer in the Beatles. Oh, wait a minute. Where is it? Oh, That's an old it. joke. <laughs> it's not even mine. 
You set that right up, and I appreciate it. I loved Ringo. It was a put him on the, yeah, Ringo's my, Ringo's my guy. Uh, he, he thinks a little highly of himself than he ought, but I, I love him in the Beatles. Peace and love. Uh, that's right. Uh, and now, Todd, a word from our sponsor? Absolutely. Munt Music. Munt Music. Yeah. Come check us out at Munt Music. That's where we are during the day. And uh, I'm teaching there. Uh, Mike is teaching there. And we've always got room to make room for one more. And uh, thank you very much to Munt Music. Welcome back to, to Rocks and Dirt. Did you have something for Steve? Steve, did you want to plug anything while you were in there? <laughs> I'm good. Okay. <laughs> next time. I thought that was great. Welcome back to Rocks and Dirt. Uh, Dallas Sports. Uh, Sports and Steve. Steve, Dallas sports. How many Dallas teams have won championships? Uh, how many championships from like uh, Cowboys, Rangers, uh, Stars, and Mavs? What's that total? Okay, the Cowboys have won, I believe it's five. Five Super Bowls? Two in the 70s and three in the 90s. Okay, there you go. Uh, the Rangers haven't won one. They've come close. They, they come very close. One strike, we all know. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh hurts. Uh, but speaking of uh, speaking of 2011, that's the one year that the Mavericks did win the championship. There you they go. Beat the Miami so Heat. they got one. They have one. The Dallas Stars have one. Uh, they won in 1999. So that's the seven. Stanley Cup. Right. Now Cowboys are, are your team. Uh, they're also America's team. So you got that going for you. Uh, do you have a lot, a lot of memories of the Dallas Cowboys, like with your dad, or how? Oh, yeah. How that all kind of start? Well, my dad took took us to games in the old Texas Stadium. I saw you and your brother. Yeah, the, the first year I went was 1979. That was Roger Staubach's last year, and they had you know Tony Dorsett and Randy White and Two Tall Jones, yeah. uh, Charlie Waters and Cliff Harris. So I got to meet uh, when I was playing a gig somewhere in the 90s. That was great. That was pretty cool. Uh, so yeah, just going in that stadium for the first time with the hole in the roof and the sun coming down on it, it was just. Uh, yeah, it was great. Nothing like it. No. Yeah. So if you had tickets, you had a choice that you could get tickets to see the Cowboys in the Super Bowl or the Rangers in Game 7 of the World Series, which game would you go to? Uh, this sounds strange. I'd have to go with the Rangers because and, and, they've never done it. The Rangers, Game 7 of the World Series. See, again, th- again, this is why we can be friends. It would totally depend on the halftime show. <laughs> Tom, there's no halftime show in baseball. Because... <laughs> The Super Bowl is great on TV. Now, at, at baseball, I think if you're there, you're, it's, you're right it's, there at the game. Yeah, if you're, you're at the game, I think it's better. You got field seats. Football, you can kind of you can watch on TV, and it's. it's I don't know what, great, the, what the new stadium's like, but at the old stadium, you're on the first base side. There's a shade comes in first, and you you can get right down there where you can hear the guys yelling at each other. Man, yeah. it's just nothing like it. Game seven. Yeah. And Todd, the halftime show is not bad there either. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that about will do it for our, this segment of Rocks and Dirt for uh, Todd and Steve and all of us at the Tuxedo Cats. Thank you for joining us. Roll the credits. Now. Good night, Lois. 